You think you know me, but you don't. Or maybe I think I know me, but I don't. Who's right? He's a professor. He's had lots of schooling. He's got lots to offer. He's right where he needs to be. You think you know me, but you don't. I know me. I don't belong. Someone's made a terrible mistake. Keep a smile on your face. Try to keep up with the race. Imposter syndrome. It's that nagging feeling that you're not good enough, that you don't belong, and that you don't deserve. You think you know me, but you don't. Third grade, I struggled with reading, and I was told if I didn't go to summer school, I'd be held back and have to repeat third grade. Went to summer school, was able to go to fourth grade, but when we were placed in reading groups, of course, I was placed with the slow readers, you know, the dumb kids, my interpretation, my story, my label on me. Sixth grade, my teacher told me that I wasn't smart as I thought I was, and it might have been just my attitude, but put me in remedial math, and then in seventh grade, my math teacher said, you don't belong here. You're advanced. What? That's not my story. You think you know me, but you don't. I thought I knew me, but I didn't. So as I continued through school, into high school, grades were good, things were good, trying to accomplish lots of things in life. Was on honor roll. And then the first year of college, academic probation. Ugh. Was it that I was dumb or was it that I just wasn't motivated? Guess what I thought? Dumb kid. But I didn't stop. I just decided, okay, I want some education. I'll go on. So I got a Bachelor of Science, I got a Master of Divinity, I got a Master in Science, got a lot of schooling. I was on the honor roll, but you know in my head what was telling me was, oh, it's all about grade inflation. They just passed you through. It's all dumbed down. I really didn't accomplish anything. Imposters wear masks. I had to hide me. I had to hide the core of who I am so no one would see. I think I know me, but I don't. When I left uh, the church to come here, they said, what can we do? What can we do for you? You mean so much to us. We, made, we just want to make a fuss. Just a card. A card to tell me, just tell me, what do you see? What do you see in me? That mask, people saw through it. They knew it. They saw the core. I couldn't reject me anymore. If I accept what you see, 
what they see in me, then I can be what I'm supposed to be. Then I can be free, free from the false self, the false sense of me. Then I can be seen. I can be heard. I can be valued, whether you see it or not. Because the people that were safe for me could see in me something that was valuable. And I could share that from the depths of me. It's not what I put on my back. It's not worrying where I lack. Because everything I do, my God, I know it's because of you. Because that's who you made me to be. Now I can see what I can do for you and me. Identity isn't what you like to do or based on the things you can lose. Do not place your identity on things you can do or you like to do or the things that you can do. I like writing. That's not my identity. I used to play rugby. Loved it. Can't do that anymore. It's not my identity. But it's something I loved to do. My identity is not in a title. It's not in looks. It's not in health. It's not in knowledge. It's not in relationship. It's not in those things that can be lost. When I left... Milwaukee, I told him, make a fuss. Just give me a card. Identify those character traits that you see in me that I can't see because then I will be able to see your perspective of me that I couldn't see because I was in my own little place, in my own little head, like Sam was saying yesterday, that distorted my view of myself. What did they say? You're caring, you're sharing, you're serving, you're silly, you're funny, you're compassionate, you're loyal, you're loving, you're passionate. They didn't see it in me, but they could see. In the passage of Romans, it talks about we are all shaped in a different way. There's no one just like you. Embrace that. And when you come into community, you have a part that you can play. It doesn't have to be like everybody else's part, but just be you and engage yourself in that body, that whole. Because if you don't, the body suffers because they don't have you there. It's like missing a hand, an ear, an eye. The whole community needs you to be you for the sake of the community. We talk about this being the well. Well, in John chapter 4, that woman that was at the well, there was every reason why she felt like she didn't belong. Every reason that people told her that she should go to the well at a different time of the day so that she won't be seen. But unfortunately, there was someone there who could see more deeply into her than she could see of herself. She started to argue why he shouldn't talk to her. She started to argue why he shouldn't get water from her, and then she wondered, he says, I can give you water that 
well up to eternal life. And she started to listen. She started to accept. She started to break down those old ways of thinking of not belonging. And she started to see in him that, yes, he is true life. See in him that he is hope, that he is the way. And that really he's the only one that can quench her thirst. She goes back to the community and says, he told me everything about me. And yet he didn't reject me. Because she wasn't rejected by the essence of loving compassion so that she could be exactly who she was intended to be. She felt vibrant. She felt excited. She was passionate to tell everybody, come see, come see what I see. Because now she could see something else in herself. Dr. Brene Brown says, true belonging is a practice that requires us to be vulnerable. We have to be uncomfortable and learn how to be present with people without sacrificing who we are. And we will not do that if we don't know who we are. And that comes from God. Maya Angelou says, you only are free when you realize you belong no place. You belong every place. No place at all. The price is high. The reward is great. When you can walk into any room at any place and know I belong here even if others don't think I belong. She lived that life as an example to others. So when you come to the well, I want you to know you don't have to be an imposter at the well.